This is an act of war. World War III is inevitable. The opening skirmishes are already taking place. The war is going to take place. Lines have been drawn. There are no more rules. Hold up. When you see us coming, stay calm. Stay calm. in the area you go. Sound the alarms. The dorms and the alarms. The bombs will carry on. New Year, same born again daily. Same us, dude. New Year, same us, bro. Um, same us. Yeah, I'm glad. Not much. I'm glad you had a good New Year. You said uh, we talked about it before you hit got on air here that you went down downtown St. Pete. So it was pretty wild. It's pretty conta- or, um, congested down there. Yes, way way too many people. We kind of stayed on the outskirts of town. We didn't really go into the the heart of the beast, but it was still fun. You know, they had a beautiful fireworks display down by by the pier. Um, the weather was nice. It was a it was a beautiful night. How about you? What did you get into? Not into shit. Just went to my parents, man. Um, drank with my mom and my dad for a little bit, and good. I was out, dude. As soon as that ball dropped, I fucking went to bed. It's like one of the first New Year's in a long time where I just I was just didn't really do much. Well, you Which made was, it to midnight. Yeah. Which was cool, bro. You know, it's New Year's is always such like a weird day for me because like I'll party like on a Tuesday night when I got work the next morning on a Wednesday, but yeah, New Year's Eve I'm like, nah, I'm good, dude. I'm good. That is kind of funny. <laughs> it's weird. I don't know why. I, I just I remember a couple years ago you had to work on New Year's Day, but you had the most gangster seats to the Outback Bowl that you gave to me and Maddie. So I stayed out, like me and you partied, but you obviously had to wake up to go to work the next day. You gave me the tickets. I went and scooped up Maddie at like 10 a.m. feeling like death. Dude, we were on literally the fifth row. We were right behind the Michigan bench. The best seats I've ever had to a sporting event in my life. Um, I was going to get ones for Penn State and um, Arkansas. Arkansas. Yeah, Arkansas, but I, uh, I, um, they, I had, they had, they had me down on the list, guys, where I work. Uh, we at the hotel I work at. I mean, I'm sure like you guys and because I it slips and I say it on the podcast. But where I work, we, uh, we host the Outback Bowl Beach Day, where they all come down Clearwater Beach and everything. So I get tickets every year, and um, they put me on the list. But I forgot. I left work one day. And I forgot to fucking go by the office and get them. And when I went back, they were gone. But since Damn I've it. been there, yeah, I know. But since I since I've been there for seven years, um, I'm always on the list for all these tickets. So next year, next year, if anybody wants next year, to go, baby. I don't fucking, I'm not one of these scumbags. You're like, I got two tickets. I'll sell them at face value. No, dude, I'll just give them to you. <laughs> like, 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 You're I a don't, good guy. I don't, I, I, I hate people that do that. I don't know why it bothers me so much, but I hate, like, I get, like, if you paid for the tickets or, like, you know, like, if you know, if you just, like, are, like, you know, I don't, I don't know. It, it, it always bothered me when people profit off their friends. I, I, I could never, like, do that. You know what I mean? The very most, like, just be like, hey, I paid this for them. Can you give me that? Or I think the best move is just like, hey, man, I got tickets to whatever concert or, or whatever game, whatever show. Um, come with me. Buy me a couple beers. I think that's yeah, the Yeah, exactly. That's cool. Or, like, say if you bought something and it cost you, like, 500 bucks, but, like, you don't really use it anymore. Like, Dude, I got this. Just give me 100 bucks for it. I'll, and then we'll call it a day. You know what I mean? Like, something uh-huh. like that's cool. You know what I mean? But these guys who fucking sell, like... Like, like, like there's sh- like there's shit like ah, that Facebook value thing. Like sometimes I see that it's like, oh, the dresser, it's like uh, two fifty. Like the dresser right. is a piece of shit. It's like no one, who's paying two hundred fifty dollars for that? <laughs> you know, I don't know why it bothers me, but I'm always that sales always, dude. Salespeople gross me out, and the people who try to sell their friends and their family—that's yeah. a special kind of scumbag. Yeah, dude. Like I mean, I mean, I get people need money, so I'm not gonna shit all over them, bro. But these people, these are the people I know that don't really need money, bro. They're just fucking a bunch of fucking greedy motherfuckers. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I yeah, know the I know. type. Yeah. Yes, we do. All right. Well, so, do year. Let me ask you. Do did you, I didn't really make a resolution. I kind of was like, oh, I want to get back to a, a more regulated running schedule two, three times a week. But I didn't really get like a specific thing. How about you? No, I didn't really give myself a new resolution. I mean, they never fucking work. Um, right. Only resolution I have is that I want to be uh, two twenty for George's wedding. But I mean, I, I, right? But just continue, kind of continue the same momentum you've already started. Yeah, dude. Um, you know, I really. Um, and like that's my next goal is like that's because that's the next big thing I think that we have as far as what's oh, going on sure. with me and you is George's fucking wedding. So, um, you know, I just want to you know be you know I want to look good for him. You know what I mean? Because I know you know you know this is you know George's George's George is big on appearance and stuff like that. He doesn't like sloppy. So, you know, I want to look good for George. So what I'm kind of nervous about is the groomsmen. We had to we ordered all of our stuff offline. 
And it was very strange. Like there was, well, you've Dale, you've gotten measured for Donnie's wedding. Like when you go to a men's warehouse, like they're measuring everything from the widths and the lengths of your limbs and everything. Like literally, I had to put. They wrote, "Is your is your stomach large, normal, or like flat?" And of course, like me, I, I, I'm a, a razor blade, so I'm like flat. And they're like, "What? How tall are you? What do you weigh?" It was the most generic questions, and they're like. Then they mail it to you. They say, your suit will be mailed to you one week before the day of the wedding. So it's like if it comes in all fucked up, it's not like I can go take it to get alterations. Like I'm just going to click a clown going down the aisle. Weird. It's like a fucking – it's like how big is your dick, A, B, C, or D? There's like four <laughs> dicks up there. You're like, uh – uh, B. <laughs> Every, yeah. no, everyone would everyone would pick the biggest dick yeah. and just have the loosest crotch on their pants. Yeah. That's what would happen. Yeah. No one would be truthful on that thing. No. Yeah, dude, that's funny. All right, one more New Year's question. We can move on. No, um, okay. Have you been? Have you been to the gym since the New Year? No, I have not. Okay, because I, I was about to ask if you've seen that that New Year New Me crowd. No, I have not been. I'm, I'm gonna um I'm 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 gonna go here. I uh. I was gonna go tonight. Well, what happened was so. What what happened was, um, I was gonna go Monday, but Sunday, I watched football and I ended up getting all fucked up. And I woke up Monday. I I wake up Monday morning, bro, in my bed. Okay, so I roll over. I got almost like an empty seven fifty Tito's bottle just on the counter. Half a bottle of baby oil left. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Jesus Christ, dude. And just fucking, I'm just I'm like a shot glass right next to me. And I was late for work. I'm like, fuck, bro. So I didn't go, I didn't go into the, yesterday. I was going to go today, but I got an email from um, eSport, they call now, that um, they're closed during, for some fucking re- reservations for tonight and tomorrow. So I'm going to hopefully get up and fucking go tomorrow. What about you? you I'm sure you've jogged and shit like that. For sure. No, I went I went running today and I would say that the park that I, it was more crowded than usual. Not necessarily people running a lot of walkers. Yeah. Which is good. I mean people yeah. are trying just to make progress. And I think it's awesome for people you can't be like you gotta crawl before you walk, walk before you run, you know how the old adage goes. But yeah, it seemed like it was more congested, but I was happy to see it. Just people um of of all shapes and sizes um, and ages, um, out just trying to. It was a, it was a nice day. It started off as a real cool morning, but it was a beautiful afternoon. So it was just good to see people. Hopefully, just trying to better themselves, man. I never understood. Like, I get it's annoying that the gym's packed, bro. But I mean, I never understood people or just like shit on people who are like, all right, well, we got all the uh, all the people who are starting to better, like are are starting to work out now, and they'll go for like a month or so. Like, but like. But but a handful of those people are gonna go for a month and continue to go. Like I don't understand yeah. why people like hate on people. It's people are just a bunch of fucking assholes, dude. When it comes to shit like that, like you should be happy for people who want to get healthy yeah. and get in shape and stuff. You like have that. an ego. Yeah. But even although I laugh at it, sometimes even the videos that the people will show, even if it's our friends or if it's something you'll see on a public social media site of uh misuse of the gym equipment. People aren't using it right. It like some of it's funny, but it's like, damn, I went to the gym with my girl, she got me a day pass last month. And I kind of do like I'm looking around before I do a machine. I'm like, who's got their cell phone out? Because I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> and like, like an idiot, do I worked out? Do I worked out my freaking my quads? I worked out my. Uh, I, I did squats. I did and my whole. I'm, I worked out every muscle in my body. I mean, I just, I don't know what I'm doing. And it's like, yeah, like you said, it's like just because some of you might be a master because because I can run a mile in six or whatever minutes it's like everyone who's out here walking today is a piece of shit like yeah for them yeah dude let them fucking walk dude let them like um i know we quote will rogan a lot but um i remember i was watching one of his um um uh, shows and they had this girl on there i forget what she was talking about but she's i think she was talking about her husband and she's like um you know he can't work out he physically can't he just can't do it and rogan's like what do you mean you know like he can't get up yet you know like like there's a reason like i think mental health or depression or something like he just can't do sure. it and, and rogan's like that's a cop-out like you can work out you can exercise like if you can get up and walk to the fridge you can get up and walk outside you know what i mean like you don't have to go and lift weights for the exercise you can just go and walk for 10 minutes and that's exercising you know what i mean and then uh jocko was on there one time and he love it like just move. Yes. Like, how much did you move yesterday? Move more today. 
Mm-hmm. Move more the next day. You don't have to. Like people think, work out. You got to run six miles, or you got to go no. lift heavy weights. But you just got to move because eventually you're going to move more and you're going to do more stuff. You know what I mean? So just keep moving. Like you know, you don't have to. I feel like that um, when it comes to working out, people who are in shape, like you know, they glamorize it where like you, like you know, you if you work out this hard, you're going to have a six pack in like six months. And it's intimidating to people because you yes. know, like it's not true. It's not, it's, it's just not true. You know, you're not gonna, you know, unless you like, there's a lot of people I know who are in awesome shape, but don't have six packs because they're just not genetically, you know, they are, there's big dudes, you know, but doesn't mean that they're like out of shape. You know what I mean? Right. So, just like just, me on the other end of it, like it's, I, I have no body fat, so it's easy for me to get abs. But for me, obviously, if I really wanted to do it, if I got on a crazy meal prep, I could like gain weight and muscle mass. But it's so hard for someone with my, it's called an ectomorph, with my body type to put on size. Like I'm never going to be, I'm ripped, but I'm never going to be jacked. Just like some guy who might have incredible strength might still have a little flab around his tummy. Like we're all different. Yeah, we're all, and I just know some people from when I used to go to the gym, like, all the time, you know. What I mean, I kn- I knew people who were like, "I'm like, bro, you have like a, a fucking crazy fucking eight pack or six pack or whatever." Like, I like, how do you do it, dude? They legit are like open about it. They're like, "Dude, I what I do is I throw up every night, okay, oh before I go to bed, and I sleep on an empty stomach, you know." And it's like, mm. like some people are just like willing to do crazy stuff yes. to get that, and it's just like, I mean, if that makes you happy, man, you don't have any, like, you know, I don't know, I mean, I don't really know, I've never heard anything bad happen for people who do that, but I mean, I just, if that's what you do, that's what you do, I mean, I don't know if I do it, you know what I mean, but like, right. like, I don't have a desire to do it like that, but, you know, people just, you know, I mean, people, I think, like, that stuff is just so, people just want it so bad that they do crazy stuff and when you see like people working out at the gym you think you have to look like that to be socially acceptable i don't know it's like you know like it's just not it's just not how the gym life works man the one thing that is absolute whether it's going to the gym whether it's running or it's, whether it's playing basketball any form of exercise you will feel better after you're done doing it, especially yep. if you feel like shit before. The best workouts, the best runs are when you're either, maybe you're a little hungover. Guess what? Actually push yourself to go run because you're going to sweat everything out and feel great. Maybe you're just kind of groggy after work. You don't feel like doing shit. Well, if you can push yourself for the first five to seven minutes of that workout, by minute 12, you're going to be feeling great. You're going to be like, oh my God, how would I even, how was I living life even before I did this? Yeah. Like it's a, it's a real thing and it's Especially you talked about the lady that was on Rogan. Oh, your husband's depressed? I'm not trying to throw ill will on anyone who's dealing with mental health. But guess what? He will feel less depressed. I don't know if it's going to fix him, but he will feel less depressed if he gets out and moves his body. Yeah, I know, dude. And um, that actually brings me to what I really want to talk about today. That's yeah. funny that you said mental health, bro. Um, which with this whole um, Antonio Brown thing, Maybe. You, know, you know, going around, bro. And uh, I'm not, you know, everyone who's seen it, everyone, I guarantee everybody who listens to this show has known what AB did. So there's yes. no reason for us to go in details. No, it is what, what he, he did, did, what he did. But what I do see is these people, man, everyone wants to say, oh, I hope he gets the help so he deserves, but. He shouldn't have done it that way. And I feel like a lot of these people who comment don't know anybody who actually has mental health, like actual nope. mental health problems. Because we know someone, you, your best, your future best man, you know what I mean? Uh-huh. My friend, you know, my own brother, my flesh and blood, who I don't even talk about on this show a lot because my parents listen to it. You know, I don't want to make it have, you know, feel a certain of way. But I see it, bro. Like people who have actual mental health things don't think logically. Like AB didn't process. Well, if I do this, like, dude, that no. dude, that dude had probably has CTE from when perfect. Hundred percent. When dude, if you, anyone doesn't know anything about Antonio Brown, you just know him from the Bucks, or you know, or you listen to the show. Look up 2015, 2016 playoffs when he got hit by perfect for the from the Bengals. Perfect yep. fucked him up. It was like one of the nastiest I've ever seen. Ever since then, he's been, they say he has CTE. You know, and for what people who don't know CTE, Will Smith did a movie about it. And it's basically, it, your brain's just deteriorating. And it gives you crazy aggressiveness, mental health problems, and all this stuff. But I keep on seeing this, bro. And I, and, and I feel like mental health is starting to get thrown around way too loosely these days. I agree. I do, Deli. I love, I love where you went with this. I wanted to talk about this tonight, and I wanted to come at it from the angle that you are because 
you and I, I know three people in my, uh, one in my family, two of my friends who have been Baker acted. I know I have seen mental health. I've looked at it in the face. And somebody who I know has mental health, two or three years ago when AB was started pulling these stunts, I remember he showed up at the red carpet with Post Malone with a bleach blonde mustache. And, and our boy was like, yo, have you seen AB? He's going, man. He's going. He wasn't th- to the level he was at yet. And, and our boy called it out early. And, and we know what it looks like. And I know in this age of avatars and internet comedy that, that putting up a meme of Antonio Brown, it's some of them, like I said, the same thing about the people who, who fail in the gym. I laugh at it. It's funny. Yeah. But if you really know what mental health is, this this isn't a guy who who planned this out. He like I, the story is it's, it's weird. He he didn't want to go into the game because he thought he was hurt. The team said he went. I I don't know this there any other. Yeah. Uh, kudos to Mike Evans. If you've seen the video, Mike Evans tries to stop him, and of course you can't stop a, a madman at that point. No, in he's time. manic, bro. He's manic. Is he? Yeah. Um, but it's like. We look at people like um, Junior Seau, who shot himself in the chest, so his brain could be explained. Yeah, if if Antonio, if this wouldn't have happened, Deli, if this wouldn't have happened against the, against the Jets, but that that Saturday night before the game, they would have found Antonio Brown with a shotgun through his skull. It would have been National Antonio Brown Day on Sunday. And oh my God, how do we not see that this young man was yeah. going through something? First, he did the stunt with the Steelers, and then the Raiders, and then the Patriots. But because he because because he didn't die a hero, if you will, and he's lived long enough to see himself become a villain, it's now funny. And it's not funny, I'm sure, to the family of Antonio Brown. It's not funny no. to, 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 the, to, the, to the children that he has. And, and now he, you see, like, he's, he's at the court side of the Nets game. He's making diss rap songs. Like, yeah, the, guy is, just... the guy's crazy. Dude, the guy's brain's deteriorating before our eyes. 100%. And people keep on bringing up, like, oh, well, Ridley... You know, he addresses his mental health and level. Really, really doesn't have mental health issues. He's he might have been overwhelmed. Different. He seemed a bit. Ridley, everything seemed like he depressed. Yeah, exactly. If Simon um, Biles, she decided. You know, she didn't want to do it. She addressed her mental health issues once again. Overwhelmed. She might be depressed. Yes. Right. Not mental health issues, man. So I hate when this mental health issue shit is getting out of control. Everyone now has mental health issues. You know, it's like right. No, dude. Antonio Brown. When you have actual, dude, I have seen. Crazy shit at the beach, bro. Especially yes. when I used to work nights, bro. I remember I saw this fucking guy. Um, he had like this leash, all right, and he would walk around mm-hmm. with this leash, and the, and, and, and the leash had like a collar on it, and he would like act like there was a fucking dog on this leash. No dog. Whoa. And he would be like, oh, and like kiss at him, like, come here, come here, come here, and walk around, dude. And if you went up and told this guy that there was no dog on this leash, he would probably think you're crazy, bro. Like, I've seen, like, mental health is a totally different, you know? I get right. depression is, like, you know, it's serious. I'm not making fun of depression. It is. You know, slighting it. But it ain't mental health problems, bro. You know, everyone gets depressed. You know what I mean? When you have mental health issues and you're going manic, bro, you do not have – you don't rationalize shit. No, you said it. manic is the word. That 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 was a manic episode that we saw. Unfortunately, it played out on national TV. Of course, the cameras got it because he's, Antonio Brown. Most most guys would have probably just stormed off and ran into the locker room, and nobody would have seen it. But but he's he's like a, a world wrestling action figure <laughs> yeah. where he rips off his pads and he rips off his gloves and he rips off his shirt and he has this big production where he's throwing it into the stands and he's he's pumping the crowd up and waving peace like he makes it a whole episode and. Like of course he's like now like you know people are taking pictures of him getting an Uber and his Uber driver's taking selfie videos and it's almost become like a movie and I'm yeah. sure for Antonio Brown right now he's still on this crazy high it's why he's courtside at the Nets game it's why he's yeah. it's why he's rapping and I'm, I'm sure a lot of people are going to take advantage of of the the state that he's in right now mentally but one day and it, it could be tomorrow it could be when he's watching the Bucks play perhaps for the NFC Championship here in about a month he might sit there by himself in his living room and look at the TV as some guy like Tyler Johnson or Cyril Grayson is catching a touchdown and be like, man, I really messed up. That could have been me. And I pray for Antonio Brown for that moment. Yeah, man, because I hope he doesn't do anything drastic. Um, right. And yeah, dude, I mean, I just don't feel like that uh, people really understand. Like, I just can't believe people get on TV and they say shit like this. Like, I mean, I don't understand how you guys don't know the difference between being manic and depressed. You know what I mean? Like, yes. I mean, and uh, I I see fucking people come out and talk about like how depressed they are and how they want to fucking you know they think about oh I think about killing myself every day which I'm not 
you know, saying that people don't, but usually people who yeah. kill themselves don't say that they're going to kill themselves. You don't talk about it. No, bro. It's like, it's almost like an attention grabber for some people, bro. You know what I mean? Yeah, Ro- Robin Williams wasn't making people cry. He was making people he laugh. laugh. And, yeah, and that, bro. It's, yeah, it's, it's always the happy ones. Yeah, I just don't, I mean, I feel like mental health and depression now is just for people to grab attention and it works. It works because it's such a touchy subject. And it's such, you know, nobody wants to, like, call someone out on it because, you know, something happens to them and they go, damn. Well, yeah. victimhood is now a currency in this society. That's that's yeah. what we've created with all this wokeness. The victimhood is actually if, – if, if you're born different and you can latch on to that difference, you might actually get some social clout out of it in some strange way. And I've noticed it unfold these past 48 hours is some of these people, um, Shannon Sharp and Joy Taylor to be um, specific, who ride for the woke – Black Lives Matter movement have been the harshest on Antonio Brown. It's so crazy that they can't see the the forest because they're they're too close to the trees. That on one hand they're trying to ride for activism and justice, but they're the ones being most harsh on someone who who has a problem that's different than them. This problem isn't um, a racial issue of a police officer using force when he shouldn't. It's a man using his own force and will of of, of his crazy brain against himself is like he's his own worst enemy and i've seen a few people michael strahan for one came out after uh, and and had a, a beautiful statement sunday night um on the ot on fox and tom brady the class act he is himself and they both said oh, yeah. very similar things that we love antonio and that we just want to see him get the help the help that he needs yeah. and if, if that's some some kind if, if if and some people might say oh you're forgiving the behavior no that's a person that they care about that's a person that they know and they love and they're, they're not letting that the the typical narrative affects the way they feel. And that and that's from people who understand how Antonio is. You know what I mean? Yeah. And yep. um um Ian Rappaport was on McAfee today. He was saying that they told him that apparently they said Antonio, they didn't know Antonio's angle was bothering him as much as he wanted, and they told him that he needs to get in the game. He said no and they told him to go. Like to leave. And that was his way of leaving. That's what Ian Rappaport was saying. And um what I what I get at is like like you brought Antonio in on this, okay? First of all, if if this happened when the defense was out, Brady would never let anybody told Antonio to go home. I don't think that that would ever Very happen. True. Brady Brady probably right. had no idea that they even had this conversation. You know what I mean? Right. Um. Second of all, like you're gonna bring this dude in, okay? But you want to bring him in. But you guys got to know, like, dude, there's a certain way. Like, if you want Antonio there or not, if you don't want him there, then don't bring him in. But if you're going to bring him in, you got to know how this dude, like, if you have to know he's manic, you got to know how to handle it. You know what I mean? Yep. Or don't or don't bring I'm not saying that, you know, what he did was, you know, he should fucking be excused for it. But these guys, I mean, aren't 100% fault free. No, you know no I, mean? I agree. I, yeah, and, and I agree with what you said as well by saying we're not by us having into, defending Antonio Brown. We're not excusing like it's not cool what he did. No, he, not at all. he was that pissed. He should have acted like an adult. If he can't, I don't know if he has that mental capacity. At this no, point, I don't he should have put his head down and just went to the locker room and talked to Byron Leftwich, Bruce Arians, maybe maybe Tom Brady himself after the game and. and and voices frustrations that hey guys, my uncle really was hurting. I I'm, I I want to help you. I want to be there in a couple weeks. Like right now, we're losing to the goddamn Jets. That's embarrassing for all fifty three and the twelve coaches on the sideline. Yeah. I'm not worried about this game. But guess what? In three weeks, when we travel to Lambeau Field to face Aaron Rodgers, maybe you want my ankle to be healthy. <laughs> yeah, I know, man. I know. I just I just feel like uh, getting back to my point about people and mental health. Everybody wants everybody wants to help people, but they don't. I don't. They just don't. They just, they just, I just, they just don't understand it. I don't think they understand how actual manic people work. Because you're not gonna people who are manic aren't gonna want to go. Like don't don't probably don't even think they need help at the at at the time. You know what I mean? No, um, like Deli, I gotta. I don't think you know this story, man. Um, and I will keep her her name and the specifics out of it. But I have an aunt, and uh, my uncle unfortunately died of a heart attack when he was very young, and my aunt took it very very harshly. And one day, uh, my mother and my other aunt uh, took her on the east coast of Florida to a hotel because they just wanted to, to just clear her mind because she was, she was very depressed. And um, it didn't help. The entire night, she just, you know, st- stared down at her food and she wouldn't even look up. She wouldn't even talk. And they're like, hey, 
blah 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 like you know snap out of it and they're trying to they didn't know how to deal with her just like we yeah. didn't know how to deal with our crazy friends and they're going through no. their episodes so what she proceeds to do is this restaurant that they were at was on the water and she starts walking away and she doesn't say anything and she is now on the beach and they follow her she keeps walking towards the water until she starts walking into this is this is a person who's not saying anything. She walks into the water. My mother and my aunt chase her as far as they're willing to go. It's it's my, my one aunt is a little heavier. She's not a good swimmer. My mom is, you know, soaking wet, 130 pounds or whatever. Yeah. My aunt's a bigger lady, so she can't she can't help anyone. And my aunt keeps going into the water until the point where they can't see her. Dilly, they had to call that they freak out. Of course, what are they gonna do? Yeah, she thinks, yeah. they think she's gonna commit suicide. Yeah. It's dark outside. It's the ocean on the east coast of Florida. There's sharks. Yeah. They call the Coast Guard. They had to get the Coast Guard out there with the helicopter, dive into the water, get Damn. her out. She got Baker acted. And honestly, man, on a, a personal anecdote, she hasn't spoken to my family since. And she's actually mad at them for it. But all they were trying to do was help her. And maybe, like, it's all we don't know how to help these people, man. And no. me, by making internet memes and laughing at, at, at a bad moment in a. Antonio Brown, he's, I think he's already. I think he's 34 years old. He's still a young man. And. I hope that there's a pe- more people like out there, like you and I and Tom Brady and Michael Strand, that, that want to put their arms around him and help him. First of all, that's crazy. That story's crazy. Crazy, right? And, I mean, even though she's not talking to your mom, your mom saved her life. So, mm-hmm. I mean, there's nothing. Like, I mean, 100%. what are you supposed to do? So, what are you supposed to do? Just let her die? Like, obviously, she has some mental health issues if she can't see yes. that. Second of all, think about the immature mistakes that we make now. No. You know what I mean? And we're the same age as Antonio Brown. And we're not manic. We're not no. we're not crazy. Like we're I mean, we're crazy, but we're like fun crazy. We're like, oh, those yeah, guys are crazy. We're a fun guy. <laughs> we're a fun guy. I do some crazy shit, you know. I get yeah. like I've done crazy shit. But I'm not nothing we're suicidal crazy, you know what I mean? Or anything like that, bro. I'm not manic or anything like that, you know. And uh just imagine being like you know, like I don't know, man. I just, I just I just it's just it's just a touchy um subject for him and I feel like people People want to help, but but by talking about him and telling him how nuts he is and how stupid he is, you're not helping. So don't don't sit, don't sit here and tell me you want to help and then call him an idiot. You know what I mean? Because like 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 I get it, I get it. He blew a million dollars in incentives, but he don't care because he wasn't thinking that no. at that point, bro. No, AB Those could ins- give a shit about a no. million dollars. No, yeah, he fucking care less about a million dollars, bro. You know, he just didn't care. He was pissed. They told him to go. And that's how he, that's how many people handle shit, you know. Right. And when you tell, so yeah, they they probably and you can't. It's not on the coaching staff, whether it was an athletic trainer or whether, whether it was yeah. an assistant coach. They probably should have known who they were talking to at that point. You're not talking to just any wide receiver or tight end. Um, you're talking to a guy who's who's got a few screws loose and maybe. I, I don't know, man. It's hard for me in, in the heat of the battle to tell this coach to to deal with it more personally, but. If you tell Antonio Brown to go, he's not just going to walk away quietly, and I think he showed that. Now, what if the score was reversed? That's all. That's what I was running. What, 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 what if the score was reversed at that moment, and Antonio was like, "My ankle hurts." All right, sit down, dude. Mm. You're fine. You're fine. Right. You know. But yeah, they go were ahead. losing to the Jets. The Jets. <laughs> Their probably emotions were high, dude. Uh-huh. Me, I don't care how professional you are, bro. When it comes to anyone who's played sports, bro, knows. Yeah, I think that's, that's a good point, Deli. And especially yeah. think about this: if Chris Godwin was healthy. If Mike yeah. Evans was healthy, if Leonard Fournette was, if they had their full arsenal of weapons, because right now the Bucks need Antonio Brown. Yeah. I think that's maybe why they were kind of fed up. Like, um, your ankle's fine. Get your ass out on the field. But because you're struggling, because you needed a last second touchdown to beat the Jets, maybe that's why they were at wit's end and they were a little um too impatient. Yeah, yeah. I just you know just it's just shitty how that went down. You know, I mean, I. I just hope that, like you said, I hope he's not watching it in December and sees something and just goes absolutely fucking insane. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, I, I will feel terrible if 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 that if that ticker comes across the bottom of ESPN a year from now and says Antonio Antonio Brown was found dead in his hotel room. Yeah, I know. It's always a hotel room. I'm never it is. like like what these fucking hotel did didn't Kellen Winslow get found in a hotel room or who was it that found Xbox uh, player? Vincent Jackson. Vincent Jackson. That's who it was. Sorry, Kellen. Sorry, if you listen to this for any reason, no, dude. Kellen Winslow raped a, a, a retarded person. What? What did yes. this happen? <laughs> oh my god! No, all right, now we can move on for the man. <laughs> the yeah, dude. 
Kellen Winslow, the tight end that played for Miami, um, raped a mentally retarded woman. Oh, my God. Yeah, bro. Kellen Winslow's in jail. That's fucking crazy. He's a piece of shit, bro. <laughs> That's, oh, my God. He got four, 14 years for rape, and the, oh the trial was just March God. of last year. What is with these guys? You're telling me Kellen Winslow doesn't have enough money to fuck a normal girl, bro? Like, Yeah, dude. <laughs> Yeah. I guess it says here five women, including one of them who was homeless and mentally handicapped. <laughs> Jesus Christ, dude! He, dude, yeah, he, he, he had he had to be on drugs. He had to be on drugs just want to get his dick sucked, bro. I mean, right. that's that. That's gotta be. That's gotta be it. Because there's no fucking way Calvin Winslow has to rape anybody unless he wants it right then and there in the moment's notice when he's all fucked up, bro. Right. But yeah, that's, there's real evil out there in this world, and and it's Kellen it's, Winslow. It's and not Antonio. It's not yeah. Antonio Brown. I mean, no. that shit he did with that sexual assaulting shit was weird. I mean, he, I, he he never raped anybody. He just got naked in front of some girl. I mean, still, it's fucking weird. You know what I mean? L- it's, like Lou- Louis, it's like Louis, Louis C.K. C.K. Yeah, I'm saying jerk that. off in front of people. It's kind of strange. <laughs> it's weird. But it's like, I mean, I mean, he didn't like physically been you know like right it's all I, i'm pretty sure all the um allegations towards antonio brown are just like indecent exposure and shit like that right yeah it's, i think it's not he's like, just kind of a, a kind of a party boy dude <laughs> and uh you know it's just party I, boy I, used to fucking dance around in a fucking thong with his dick hanging out dude like you know <laughs> yeah but yeah, dude. No, I, I think we had a nice discussion on that, man. If anyone out there disagrees, feel free to, to hit me and Deli up. I know that most people, from what I've seen, they're they're not as sensitive on this topic as us, Deli. And I think because maybe they haven't looked mental health in the face. I don't think you and I have maybe dealt with it personally, but we, for both both you and I, with our family and with with our with our group of friends, have seen it. And maybe that's why we have a little um a little a little bit more compassion for the situation, and we're not making it such a such a meme. I just, from experiences, know how manic behavior works. You know what I mean? Yes. So, like, I just, I just know that there's no, there's no rational thinking when it comes to it, and like, there's no one sitting there making a rational decision. Like, well, if I do this, this is gonna, these are the consequences. There's no, they don't think about consequences. There's no consequences that go through their head because they have actual they don't matter. illness. You know what I mean? Like, all, all no, Ridley could been like, fuck Matt Ryan. <laughs> Right. Fuck the Falcons. I'm not fucking putting my body through this. I'm depressed as fuck playing for this fucking team. It's putting me in a bad state of mind. I don't want to be around it. I'm out. That's just fucking being fed up and depressed from what your work situation. That's not mental yes. health issues. You know what I mean? Like, it's totally different, you know? Like, you know, there's some days where I'm like, I'm at work. I'm like, fuck, dude. I just don't. I feel depressed being here. But when I leave there, I'm at home. I'm cool. You know what I mean? It's just, it's just normal. That's normal fucking human behavior. Yep. You know. So, you know, I don't know. I feel like that's I'm glad yeah, but I'm 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 glad I'm glad me and you are on the same page with that cuz that's something I really want Absolutely. To talk about. I'm glad you I'm glad you brought it up. It was something that, that I that I had written down. Yeah. So, all right, let's do on the next thing, dude. What do you got? You got anything you else? Um, just, I, I, I kind of a funny thing I saw in the news that 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 flashed by. This was last week, but just the headline, dude. Here's what it said. Biden and Putin exchanged warnings during phone call amid Ukraine tensions. In what backwards fucking dimension could Joe Biden in any way, shape, or form stutter out a threat to Vladimir Putin who has killed hundreds of men, wrestled countless bears? What could, what could this bumbling old man could have said that could possibly be formed into a threat? I don't fucking know. Get, dude. The, get the jab, man. <laughs> you guys gotta remember Joe Biden when he was um vice president for um um Obama said some pretty crazy shit, dude. There's a lot of crazy shit that he said. I feel like he stuttered out probably something to Putin. And Putin was like, I don't understand. I don't understand what this he said. What the we yeah, what 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 yeah, what does he mean by this? Uh, uh, would you like would you like a bear laser? Bear laser? <laughs> bear laser? Yeah, bear Joe, laser. Joe Biden, how much do you weigh? 185. <laughs> Today for lunch, I wrestled bear that weighs twice as much as you. I snapped its neck, then I ate it. What if he's like, listen here, you KGB piece of shit. <laughs> like, like, yeah, Joe, Joe's actually like really sharp. They gave him they gave him like three Adderalls and he like he like actually came in there. <laughs> But I was like, "What? Like, are, are we really any of us going to believe that that Joe Bo- Joe Biden is threatening anyone? Let let alone one of the scariest men on the planet." 
Putin is, um, he's just, yeah, talk about someone who's probably manic and in power. Have you ever heard the story of, of Putin when Robert Kraft visited him? No. Robert Bro, Kraft, he, I guarantee they got jerked off of Paula Charge Potter to get Russian Russian prostitutes fucking everywhere. But go ahead. He asked to see his Super Bowl ring. And he put it on his pinky. And he says, I like this. And he walked away. Robert Kraft said, wait, 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 and walked two steps towards him. And his security quickly informed Robert Kraft that Vladimir Putin is now in possession of your ring. Just jacked it. Oh, I like this. Puts it on his pinky and just walks away. And I'm sure Robert Kraft had another one made because he's a billionaire. But that, like, that's how much of a gangster this guy is. He just, <laughs> just steals your shit right in front of your face. Yeah, I, I am now a patriot, Seth. <laughs> <laughs> you ever seen you ever seen the picture of him and Malkin? Malkin oh, uh, oh, Evgeny Malkin, the, the the penguins hockey player. Yeah, after, I don't think so. Uh, after uh the Olympics when he scored the um winning goal for the Russians to win the Olympics, there's a picture, look it up guys. It was him shaking Putin's hand and Malkin sitting there. Mal- and guys, Malkin's about as tall as me, he's about six five. He's fucking. Large, he's a big, he's a, yeah, big fella. He's a big fella. All right, and um, he's about six five. I would say, but like two ten, two, two whatever. He's he, he's he's a big dude. So and Putin's like five eight. <laughs> he's shaking Putin's <laughs> hand, and he has this big old smile on his face. And Putin just sitting there, <laughs> just fucking Stone looking face. angry as fuck. And he's like, I like Malkin. Malkin represent country good. Uh, Malkin does make me very proud. That's what he <laughs> <laughs> It's, it's, that's, that's a it's scary crazy. man, dude. It's a scary fucking man. Malkin, uh, you take whatever prostitute you you desire. Oh that? my god, <laughs> yeah. dude! Can you imagine the Russian hookers that he got? Can you imagine how Snowden's living over there like a fucking king, bro? I bet yeah, you that motherfucker gets whatever man. he wants over there. Fucking Putin probably it just fucking was happy to take him. To, yes. To, to oh, they'll never him. extradite him back to the United States. Never. No, he's safe there. Yeah, he's safe. Somebody there. needs to make a gangster move. It won't be Joe Biden. I hope someday some president pardons Edward Snowden, Julian Assange, um, you know, all, all these people who, who, um, who have been so ridiculous. Educate me on um, um, me on um, Julian Assange. Ju- Julian Assange was the one who did the WikiLeaks um, release. Oh, similar, okay. Similar, similar to Edward Snowden, released a bunch of confidential information about the government that that nobody was ever supposed to know. Um, and I think he actually just recently – I could be speaking out of school here. Your dad might actually – he's pretty informed in these kind of things. Yeah, he really He is. might know. And he could actually tell you the real – the actual details of Julian Assange. I feel like Julian Assange was actually just recently extradited to the United States. But it's a Snowden-like situation for sure. Yeah. Yeah, that's cr- Yeah, dude. But like I said, he's, he's good. I don't think Snowden – Stone's actually obviously a very smart dude. Um, oh, yeah. I don't think – even if he got pardoned, I don't think he would feel safe right away coming over here. No, nor should you know he. I mean, no, because there's still probably a target on his head, pardoned or not. Mm-hmm. I just feel bad for him as his parents because I know he probably wants to. Yeah, parents, man. You know, and of you know, I wonder if his parents would the United States like do anything to his parents that they went to Russia to see him. Like that's what I want to know. You know, what I mean, because obviously would Putin wouldn't not. give a fuck. He'd be like, "Yeah, dude, go so. ahead, bring your parents over here." You know, they can stay too. But you know, I mean, or or whatever. But I don't know if how much of a pain in the ass it would be for them to get back in the country. They, they could make it real tough for them to get back in. That's true. No, if they want, if 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 the U.S. government or any of our intelligence agencies wanted to give them a hard time, you know, they they, they sure could. But I, I hope they don't, man. Yeah, because there's obviously they could hit him on some kind of charges to go see their son and come back. You know what I mean? Sure, there's, probably you could probably hit him on espionage because yeah. he's a he's a wanted felon. So yeah. you're going to be aiding and betting a criminal. They they could throw the book at him. Yeah, dude, this is fucked up, dude. Just fucking pardon him, dude. It's crazy that like like we saw the ratings, guys. Um, Brian posted the ratings on his Instagram for um you know news media. Um, as far as uh, yes. the third quarter two twelve two thousand twenty one went about um Rogan just. Like killing everybody, but Rogan's the only one who, yeah, bro. Rogan has the only one who has the balls to have him on. Fox News doesn't have him on. CNN, like, no one has the balls to have him on. Rogan's the only one who has the balls to to put him on and to be like, yo, man, what you did for our country is amazing. You know what I mean? Like, that, you know, like, he's not only, I think you're a hero. Yeah, yeah, you know, so it's just, you know, it's crazy that no one that it's so low on the list of things to do for the United States. I got it right here. The average Joe Rogan experience gets over 10 million uh, people watching. Tucker Carlson is second 
3.2 million. Our boy Tuck, aver- dude. Shout out Tuck. Tuck. The average Fox News um, primetime gets 2.3 million. The average CNN primetime gets 800,000, dude. <laughs> CNN that score. Rogan has 10 times the audience of CNN. That is sure. crazy. And it shows how tone deaf they are when they tried to come at him with the horse dewormer um, conspiracy about about the ivermectin that you, you don't realize it's not like you coming at born again daily you know we have a hundred people who listen to us like you <laughs> yeah. could make us you can make us look real silly because we yeah. don't have an audience but yeah. when the guy you're talking shit about has 10 million people compared to your 800,000 he's gonna have a voice and guess what he's gonna have a doctor who's gonna make you look like an idiot and he's had about five of them in the past month like you they don't the, the traditional media or legacy media as I like to call them is so out of touch with with the way the world works like they just make themselves look stupid they do dude they are so out of touch or they still think people buy into that bullshit is what I think yes. it is bro it's like people are starting to like wake up because dude it's, well, they are it's podcasting is where people are going to go now for stuff because there's no one to tell you what you can and can't say so yep. like you know like and if youtube starts demonetizing people or putting people there's going to be another platform that comes out and be like yo we're not going to demonetize you come, come yeah. over here vimeo you know I mean? is going to make a comeback <laughs> I, I i just watch everything on vimeo bro i forgot about that dude. for sure yeah but well, like, uh, think about us like obviously like i said do we, we Get about a hundred people to listen every week, which is great, and we love which all is of cool. The which but, I, I'm, I was, I'm thrilled about. I'm surprised that we. No, it's tremendous. That, yeah. No, I, yeah. I love it. But think about all the crazy shit that we have said, and like we're up to thousands, maybe like three thousand downloads total, right? Uh we're like and, approaching five. No, like dude, almost five thousand downloads. We've said crazy wild shit. Yeah. Has one time because because um Anchor where we launch. If you guys don't know, a little inside baseball. Anchor is the app where we launch this podcast. Yeah. Anchor then distributes it to Apple and Spotify and everywhere else you find podcasts. Has Anchor or Spotify or Apple ever sent you an email going, "Oh my God, you you were talking about inappropriate rape jokes"? No, like, no, no. We we don't. We don't have, have the audience. Producer. Yeah, nope. we don't. Yeah, we don't have the audience or the producer. Like 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 we don't. But if we ever did get big enough to, and they did, I'm sure we would know people to help us figure out how to put it on someone else. You know what I mean? Like, look at, like, I know, like, I, I, I watch Colin pretty much. I try to watch him every day, but a little bit, a little bit every day. Yeah, a little bit. Some, but sometimes you know it goes off the rails. But I watch the Pat McAfee show at work because it's on YouTube and it's really easy for right. me to watch. And I listen to it on my, you know, when it's slow at work, and um. His podcast, to me, it's the best because Colin's pretty good because Colin sticks to sports and he sticks to like he sticks to details and facts. He, you know, he throws his own opinion right. in there some sometimes, but he's getting, he's gonna give you facts. Sure. Unlike first take where they're they it's all opinion, their opinion. It's Ugh. fucking horrible. Gross. I can't even fucking stand that. But anyways, the Pat McAfee show is so good because he's all about. I let my guys say whatever they want to say, and yep. there's no there's no repercussions, bro. They curse, dude, but they have everybody. They have Ian Rappaport on today. He had Cam Jordan on there today. They had um Aaron Rodgers on there today, and then you can tell like Ian Rappaport when he was on there today. Usually yeah. he's in a suit. And he's being real professional. He's himself when he's on there. He had like Oosh. a t-shirt on. He's cussing yeah. with them. He's like, yeah, dude, like you know. And it's and and it's it's so much better television to watch when they're natural and they feel comfortable and it's like natural human conversation you know what i mean and it's, it's not, real man it's not forced or it's not has to be a certain type of way and that's what makes the pat Mad- the pat Mad- mcafee show so good for me because it's just like these guys are just normal dudes who talk you know what i mean it's just you know yeah. like pat mcafee's drinking a beer talking having like a good time like why couldn't you drink a beer and talk sport i don't understand like i just don't get it you know what i mean now john elway probably gets fucked up during some football game oh <laughs> john yeah, elway dude. looks fucked up does he not look fucked up when he comes rocky <laughs> mountain high dude for yeah. sure <laughs> he looks so cocked dude that shit's hilarious but yeah but you that- if you're working for Sports Center and you have a 30 minute show, right off the bat, you only have 22 minutes because you got eight minutes of commercial time. Yeah. And then, and like that's it. And you have to get everything you want to say into these little segments before the commercial st- starts. And then, by the way, um, you're being sponsored by this, this, and this. So don't say anybody that could offend, you know, Budweiser, Pepsi, or Pfizer. And then, yeah. like, if you do, then they're going to drop them. And then ESPN's going to make less money and then you're going to get fired. But whether it's a YouTube show like Pat Mac, or it's it's a podcast like Rogan or Born Again Daily. 
You're free to say whatever you want. We could, you know, our podcasts are about an hour. We can make these motherfuckers four and a half hours every time. It doesn't matter. There's no time limit. Yeah. And there's we, we're free to do whatever we want. Yeah, it really is, dude. And I like the way that they do commercials, too, because it's not like, okay, we're going commercials this time. It's like when the show, when they can see, like, when a show, like, segment of the show is about to wrap up or something's getting like real crazy like today pat yeah. pagafee like they're getting crazy and he's like all right we gotta go we it's like we gotta go to commercial we'll be back in like five minutes you know what i mean yeah and then they go to commercial for five minutes you and then control they it. you control it bro you control the 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 flow of the show you control what's going on like we could have like a whole segment say we ever you know need to do commercial something we could just have great big all right dude well this reminds me let's just do let's, let's just do commercials real fast you know what i mean yeah like I do, and when you read have you ever seen theo vaughn read an ad i was just gonna say theo vaughn bro that's crazy. it's hilarious yeah. dude like he makes He's it so his funny. own yeah bro if these news stations don't get their shit together, bro, podcasting news is going to... De- and I wouldn't be surprised if you started seeing people like Tucker... I mean, I know they get paid shit ton on CNN and stuff like that, but I wouldn't be surprised if they can make some money going on their own if, if they start their own news shit, bro. You know what I mean? I hope that some that some powerful liberal voice, whether it's Anderson Cooper, whether it's Don Lemon, maybe when somebody like a like an AOC gets out of office and she decides and st- don't go work for CNN start like like Obama has a podcast with Bruce Springsteen right now I think that's pretty cool even though it's not good content I think it's cool that he's doing it yeah like uh, understand that you can have your own audience and talk about whatever you want and maybe you can push back on the the Ben Shapiro's of the world because it seems like the right the conservatives have taken over the yeah. podcasting yes, space more. And I think I think a strong liberal voice is needed to kind of combat that. Yeah, I don't know about AO, AOC. Trust me, absolutely. Sorry, Carsey. Yeah, <laughs> he gets mad that. when I say that. He gets so mad when I I'm say that. I'm just saying, that. but she, yeah, she for, for the Democratic no, Party, she would be good. Love, she would she, be, yeah. Bro, she people would be big numbers. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Bernie, Bernie Sanders, you into that crazy old man? I love we Bernie. Did, we need free college for everybody. Like he just he'll just start talking. If everything needs to be free. Tax the rich. <laughs> Put it on AOC's ass. <laughs> Show her around. She reminds me of Frank Costanza. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, no, he kind of does. No, he has yeah. to have a vibe. <laughs> I was watching Seinfeld today when, when, uh, uh, when uh, George's parents are getting a divorce. You want a divorce? You got it. <laughs> Rest in peace, Jerry Stiller. Yeah, dude, one of the greatest, great time actors, man. But uh, yeah, man, I, I I agree. I think podcasting is where this world is going. I feel like it's a it good is. place where this world's going. I feel like it's good for for people to have their own voice without having to worry about backlash. You know what I mean? Like, right. you know, like I don't. I mean, I don't think you know if you know if someone wants to be other and go be a bigot. I'm not gonna listen to it. I don't. You know, I don't. I don't condone it. But you know, that's what they fucking want to do. You're gonna get fucking other bigots who listen to it. You know what I mean? It's just like it's just like you're going to get that crowd. And actually, it's almost, you're not getting a bunch of people watching the same shit. So it's going to, like, people aren't going to really know about what else is going on. Like, what are podcasts going on? Because they're going to be listening to their own podcast. You know what I mean? Like, people won't be fighting over CNN watching shit because they're not all watching the same shit. You're going to watch what you like. You know what I mean? You find your you find your own guys. Like I feel like that's that's the cool thing about listening to listening yeah. to Rogan is I found my my own kind of little crowd. Like oh I like listening to this guy. I'll listen to a little bit of you know like Brendan Schaub and and, and Brian Callen. Then I'll branch off and go go Theo. And then there'll be a yeah. random person. Or then I got like then I like I got my weird militaristic side where like I Jocko and Goggins pump me up. You find your own crowd, and I think it's it's fun. Yeah, it is fun, and um, I've just, but it's just like, and it's real. That's what I like about it. It's just real. Yes. You know what I mean? Real, honest, authentic conversation, and that's so rare in this day and age. Yeah, and you, you know, yeah, it really is so rare, and I feel like that podcasting is the way to get back to that. Um, you know, to where it's not. It so is, rare. man. I wish that more people would. would it's kind of. It's weird, Deli, that we don't know anybody else that does this. We, you I, had that one friend who quit like right, like right away. Oh, we don't have any content. Like, how do you not have yeah, content? There's content all over. 
You can walk outside fucking for 30 seconds and have fucking content. There's, There's content, content everywhere. Yeah. Everywhere. It's somebody who want, who wanted to quit, man. It's, it's somebody like they apparently didn't have a passion for it. I know I know me and you were probably the first time we stuck in these earbuds and put this microphone in front of my face. This is, I love this shit. You know what's crazy? It feels like we've been doing this for a long time, maybe because you know we've gotten pretty good at it and whatnot. But, yeah. Um, but me and you, as far as just together, because I did it with George for a little while before you hopped yeah. on. I think you hopped on April. I don't think it's even been a year yet since me and you've done this. You think probably I would say yeah. It, April. it was after football season ended, I believe. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So like the Super Bowl's in February, so it was you, definitely bet- sometime between March and. I April, think our it? first big podcast we did was the two guys one rover. I think I think I think that was yeah it. you're right you're yeah, right I think I and mean, that was like in like end of March early April I think that's when it was so yeah so we're coming we'll have to um we'll, we'll do a little research here within the next six to eight weeks we'll do a, a an anniversary we'll, special yeah we'll do an anniversary special and uh, it's just it's just crazy how like. But it feels like me and you've been doing this for ten years, which is crazy. I agree. You know, and it's and it's, uh, and, and, and it's nuts how 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 it's just it's just fun, bro. It's just it's it just is so fun. it's therapeutic, guys. I'm telling you, I it cost me. I'm gonna guys. I'm gonna lay down out for you guys right now. It cost me. It's not expensive. It cost me forty bucks a month for Squadcast to have five hours of recording. There's it's five hours of recording, and it's um and it's like uh and five hours of um video. I still am. Like a fucking a, like handicapped when it comes to figuring out how to get the fucking video up. I will figure it out. I swear. You so you guys can see us. Um, but it's forty bucks a month. But the cool thing is, your time doesn't like if you don't use all five hours of it one month. As long as you pay that next month, that time carries over. You know, what oh, I mean? it rolls over. It rolls over. But if you don't pay, then they freeze your account. But if you pay, if you pay, it's. And it rolls over, and it costs nothing for Anchor to upload it. And when you upload the Anchor, it goes straight to Spotify. So like, there's nothing Dude, like, like quickly, like bro. quick, like, within like five six minutes. You know what I mean? So, um, it's not hard, man. I, I I would be more than happy to get anybody started and help them get started. The most expensive shit's the mic and the computer and the, and, and yes. the laptop. The mic, the, yeah, the, the mic I bought is a hundred bucks. You know, you go. I want. I want the Best Buy. It's a uh, blue. It's a blue mic. It's like a hundred bucks. You know, it's not it's a beautiful mic. Yeah, it's a, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. It's it's a nice mic, but the brand's called Blue, and um, it's it's just a, it's just it's just not hard. And I and I and I recommend it for anybody. It's and, and it's and it's cool as shit. So I would. I would Fun man, and I and I think to to piggyback and kind of put a an exclamation point on what we're talking about. I think that the, Rogan started something. He started it. The, the Joe Rogan experience started about 10 years ago in 2012. And what's crazy, Dilly, he started it in his 40s. So I think we're young in this fucking Yeah, thing. we fact are that We young. started it in our, in our early 30s. Like, we're going to be doing this shit forever. I don't yeah. care if, if one day I got to tell my, my wife to, to put the put the kids in the other room like Ludge is doing it. And like, it's it's Tuesday at 7.30, honey. I got to do Born Again Daily. Or like, I, like I, got, I got shit to do. I might have Junior sitting right here on my desk. You know, as I'm talking to you, and I'm just fucking around with him. You know what I mean? Like, you know, hanging yes. out with my child, bro. He's just hanging out right here. You know. But I think one day, dude, a podcast might be like this. Might be an exaggeration. It might almost be like having a Facebook page. Like everybody has their own channel. Everybody is their their own TV. Like like cable is gonna die. Like ten years from now, Spectrum will go away forever, yeah. and it'll be like. Oh, what it won't be like. What channel are you watching? It'd be like, oh, who are you listening to tonight? Because yeah. everybody has their own voice on their own little, whether it's Apple, whether it's Spotify. Maybe it's some a new a new brand will come out. But I think everyone should have their own brand. I think so too, man. I feel like that. Um, it's just it's just it's good for you because you never know what the possibilities are when it comes to this stuff, man. And uh, yep, you know. And but that's anything, dude. And you know, we just find our outlet in podcasting. If you find your outlet doing anything. Yeah. Do it, do it. I, I saw I saw the coolest thing in the world, and it made me really, um, I don't know. It was it it, 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 it was a, it was Stanley, and he's talking about Spider Man, and he's talking about how um they wanted him. This is like before he got like real big. This is like right right. You know he was he still had a little momentum going. He was still known. Stanley was an artist and made su- su- superheroes, but um he went he went to go make Spider Man. And his publicist said, "I need a new. I, we need a new superheroes. All right, I got you. I'm gonna make one." So he thought Spider Man. So he went to his publicist, and his publicist is like, "What is this?" He goes, "It's Spider Man." He goes, first of all, no one likes spiders. Everyone's scared of spiders." Oh wow. He's like, um, he's a teenager. Teenagers can't be superheroes or sidekicks. And he has all these outside problems and all these real, real problems. No one wants to deal with that. So he like told him, "No, we're not doing this," and kicked him out. So Stan Lee had his own little magazine at the time, and um. 
or newspaper or something. And um, he's like, all right, well, I'm going to put Spider-Man on the cover and uh, we'll see what happens. You know, just and then no one likes it. Then I know just to toss it. But I'm going to put it on the cover of a magazine. Well, he put it on the cover. He said about a month later. And this is like probably like in the 60s or 70s. It had to be a long time ago for a month because now it would go viral real fast. But he said it went viral. So like when it came back like a month later, he got the ratings for the magazine back. He was his best selling magazine. Because people love wow. Spider-Man. And then his publicist is like, oh, you remember that great idea, that superhero we came up with? And Stan Lee's like, I came up with him. But anyways, his point was, dude, if you have something and you think it's great, because you're going to have all these ideas, and not a lot of them are going to be great, but you're going to have a great idea, and you're going to know it's great. Don't let yeah. some moron tell you what's good. And then like made me think because of my script. You know what I mean? Yep. So it's like, it's just like, if you have something, you know it's great, and you know it's due, don't, just because someone says no who's in a position of power doesn't mean they know what the fuck they're talking about. You know what I mean? You know, like that guy had more power than I had at the time, but now, but I had a little way to get it out without him knowing, and that's what I did. And now, you know, and and now look at Spider-Man. He's like, now this is like this is right before he died in this interview. He's like, and is like, and now and now look at Spider-Man. <laughs> it's like one of his best-selling Dude. superheroes. You know what I mean? So everybody thought, needs their Spider-Man, and for us, it's Born Again Daily. For you. Um, and us a little bit. It's the valets. First of all, congratulations on having an advance to the next round. Yeah, I think I, mean, I think that's awesome. Um, like I said, you, you you've already won in my book, but you're, the fact that you're actually still winning in this contest is, speaks volumes about just how how great this product is that you put your your heart and, and soul into, man. Um, I'm hoping to get some feedback from it. I I, I know I'm because because the first round went from like 200 something to like 180, so like it wasn't that big of a cut. It's only like 40 people got uh-huh. cut, but but the next round it goes from 180 to 20. You know what Ooh, I mean? Wow. So a lot of you are gonna get cut. Yeah. So a lot yeah. of you get cut. But I hope we know if or when I get cut. They don't just give me some generic bullshit email. Like I have right. someone who gives me some like good. Um, um, constructive criticism, feedback about it, and like actually, like you know, takes time and pride and helping. Like you know, like, oh, we 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 already got this prick sixty bucks, so we really don't give a fuck. Which might happen, which but it's not going to keep me from stopping. I'm not, no, it's going. not going to slow slow no. your momentum down. No, no, no. no. But you know, a- anyways. But um, there's one more thing because holy shit, it's almost an hour already. It's already almost an hour. There's one more thing I want to get to next week, man. Let me know because I want to look them up. Um, let's get into the new Florida laws that were passed. I want to do that. Oh yeah, I love yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, we'll, yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll do that. Oh, next first week. of all, guys, if if you notice, uh, J-, J Lud's hurt his back a little bit. It's funny. He texted. I know you're all probably thinking if he hurt his back, he can't do a podcast. We're getting a little bit old, but we miss you, Luds. Um, hope the back is feeling better, and we will uh, be back with J Luds next week. Yeah, Luds is Luds is always Luds is a part of the family. He's, he's yeah, yeah you know, forever. You know, Luds is. I, I told people, man, it's the one thing I told my friends, man. You want to be a part of something? Jump on now because when we get big, there ain't no fucking jumping on the fucking. There's no. There's For no sure. Problem. Like I'm still gonna be cool with you. I'm still gonna help you. You know. You know. I'm not gonna like be like, oh no, fuck you. But like, you're not. You're not just coming in you know what i mean like you know but no, you know, hypothetically you know us, five years from now if yeah. we're actually like generating an income with a podcast and like someone we haven't talked to like you know there's that maybe he'll listen to this you know there's that one really creepy guy hey creepy guy who continues to hit me up from my past 10 years ago and i know listen to these podcasts and i think that's really freaking weird first of all stop listening i don't want to talk to you but like a, a, a guy a guy like that yeah. He's like, hey man, can I come on the podcast? Like, no. Like it's like it's like no, no, never. Well, let me on. I'm gonna tell people all the shit you do. Well, obviously you don't listen because I already tell people about all the shit that I do. <laughs> We're pretty open about <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, dude, I'm fucking. I do some crazy shit. That everyone fucking knows about it. But um, oh uh, yeah, there's none of that shit. I, we we don't get to grind it out for fucking five years, and all of a sudden you come on and fucking no. you know, no. But anyways, um, I want to talk about one more thing. I had I want to talk about this. I had this crazy fucking dream, bro. Um, you know, last time I had this crazy dream about that girl on Moon, she fucking blocked me on fucking Facebook. That's, <laughs> That's crazy, isn't it? But anyways, I had a crazy fucking dream. So you remember my friend TJ that um, passed away from? Um, I do. Rest from, in peace. Yeah. So I had a friend, guys. I remember the T-shirt. You had the T-shirt. I have in your two room. of them. Yeah, okay. I have two of them. Okay. They're hung up now. I have I have them both in plaques. I mean, both both framed, and they're hung above my bed, and mm-hmm. with a picture in the middle. So my friend TJ, guys, I know people from BDs listening to this podcast. So everyone who listens from BDs, everyone remembers TJ. TJ, BDs, hi Dom, I miss you. Yeah, that's right, Dominique. <laughs> I know, but anyways, TJ and um, Michael were like best friends, and that's how I met him through Michael because he started working at um, BDs when we were young. And um, anyways, he um 
he passed away from a motorcycle accident. Um, actually, he um he um he 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 died in uh, I think oh, that famous quarterback. I think it was Rex Rex Grossman's backyard. Really? Yeah, it was one. I th- I'm pretty sure it was Rex Grossman. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he is. I I know it's a quarterback, but I'm pretty sure yeah. Rex Grossman. But and but anyway, because he because he played for the red for, for for the Redskins at the time. I think. He sure did. Yeah. So um uh anyway so he so he passed away and I have a shit in my room. Well, I had this dream, bro, where it was so vivid, it was so real, where I'm just chilling. I'm just, I'm just chilling. It was like, it was like me in this open space. It was like almost like me at the beach, but the sky was white. It was really weird. Okay. And I just see this dude walking up, and it's and it's fucking TJ. And I was like, yo, what's up, dude? And I'm like, yo, man, what's up? He goes, hey, bro, what's going on? I was like, nah, man, I'm just chilling. How, like, I'm like, how, how, how have you been? He's like, I've been good, dude. I, he's like, I've been watching you, bro. It looks like you're really doing good, this and that. Like, dude, it was fucking crazy. Whoa. It was fucking nuts, bro. I had this conversation. I cried. Then, and then I told him how much I miss him. And then I cried in the dream. And I gave him a hug. And, 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 he, and he's like, I'm always here. And then he fucking went, and I woke up. It was fucking nuts, bro. It was fucking crazy, dude. I'm like, oh Give me my. goosebumps. I'm like, oh, my God, bro. Oh, my fucking God. Like, I actually got to talk to my friend. And it was like, actually, I'm like crying as I'm telling the story, bro. It was like, I actually God, got beautiful. to see and talk to my friend and give him a hug because I haven't done it in so long. It was like, oh, it was so soothing it was so like nice to wake up from it's that therapeutic I, man it's very therapeutic. and i've had dreams about z but nothing like that i've had dreams that i'm just having a conversation with z yeah. it wasn't like hey man i miss you or anything like that like knowing that he's gone you know what i mean and he's talking to me like it was crazy bro it was fucking nuts dude it was it was I, fucking i think you may have have hit some frequency man where uh that's where nuts maybe right he was uh he was able to connect with you and i think that's awesome that uh that he had uh, something really nice to say that is actually true too. That's why I think it's real because it's not like he, he actually is watching and he sees that you are doing good. Yeah, like hey man, you're doing better. You're doing good. I'm glad. I'm happy. You know what I mean? Like he's like, yeah, you were doing rough there for a while, but you know, like it was fucking nuts. It was fucking crazy, bro. It was like you know, I gave him a hug and I told him I miss him. And I love him, dude. His funeral was so weird. I went to his funeral and they're like, his parents are like Southern Baptist fucking whack jobs, bro. Listen, bro, we shit on a lot of people, bro, but and a lot of religion, but but like they're, they're the weirdest. Both Southern Baptists are fucked up. Jehovah's are pretty fucked up, but Jehovah, yeah. so are Scientologists. But but you know, but for the most part, like the elites of those groups are fucked up. Not like the people, yeah. you know what I mean? But the right. elites are fucked up. Southern Baptist people are fucking cock whacked, bro. They were talking mm. about how TJ had a fucking motorcycle and he got a couple tattoos and this is the path that he wanted and you know like you know he deserved this almost. And this is his own fucking parents, oh. bro. Oh. His own fucking parents talking about this dude. I almost got him walked out of the funeral, bro. I was so pissed. Yeah. And people were like, I remember I was there with people in BDs and we were like looking at each other like, what the, what the fuck, hell is going on? bro? They told a story, like. Like, you know, that him and TJ, like, his friends, they were so innocent because, they, like, oh, yeah, one day we just stayed up all night. We watched movies, like, one of the craziest nights. Like, like, it was nuts, bro. Like, they're like, they wanted me to get up and say a fucking, and, and, and say a story. I'm like, what am I going to say, bro? The first time T- T- TJ got drunk was fucking with me. Right. You know, like, yeah. this dude, the first time this dude ever got drunk, bro, he drank, he he, he drank, um, he drank, uh, 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 not Blue Moon, but Shock Top. That's what it was. Shock he drank, Top. He shock yeah, top, bro. Belgian wheat, boy. Yeah, bro, he drank some Shock Top. He drank, like, f- like two pitchers. He was fucking, he was fucked up. Ooh. He was laughing, bro. He was like, dude, this is awesome. This is awesome. He, he he goes, I'm going to text this girl right now and tell her how much I like her and I want to be. I'm like, yeah. dude. I'm like, do it, TJ, dude. Like, he was just a good, innocent kid. I'm like, wait a minute, tell that story? How the first time I fucking hung I mean, the first time TJ drank with me like i'm not getting up there and talking and talking to these fucking in front of these fucking wackos, you would just bro. burst into flames in the middle of the southern baptist church and then this is before i did cocaine and all that shit so this is like when Ooh. i thought this is when i thought i was a goody goody bro right. <laughs> like you know what i mean like you know so i don't know bro i mean this is this is uh it, it, was, it was just crazy it was just a crazy dream it was, it, and it was so surreal and so and That's so great story, at the man. same time bro and it was just i i, I just I, I i woke up crying because i'm like holy shit dude it was crazy yeah, that's so. the, those are the best tears, man. And, and I'm I'm actually jealous, man. I hope I'm going to put this out in the universe right now. I, I hope that one of my friends or family, and unfortunately, I got plenty of them. I got an army yeah. up there in heaven. I hope that one of them can can talk to me because that's it was that's cool. Pretty special, bro. it was pretty special. I think you had dude. a special moment. Yeah, man, it was cool. It was real cool. And I and you know, I hope and if anyone, I'm sure other people had dreams like that before, but it was fucking, it was nuts. So. All right, enough with this sentimental crap. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, yeah. I, got, I, I got one more thing, and then we can get off. I know this, one. I know this is running along. I'm going to go drink some Bear Laser and have some. Uh... <laughs> 
Baby oil like, next to my bed. Yes, very nice. <laughs> Inflation fucking did it, Born Again Daily family. The pizza chain Little Caesars is bumping up the price of its famous hot and ready pizza for the first time in 25 years. The pizza will go from its traditional $5 price point to $5.55. This hasn't happened since 1990 fucking 7. And we did it, America. We made the goddamn hot and ready pizza too expensive, and I'm pissed. <laughs> $5.55? Bullshit, man. I got to overdraw my account for this worst shit? All right, don't. Come on, <laughs> yeah. Well, that was that's, fun, yeah, man. That's I, crazy. That, that, that shit, it, I can't believe it's already an hour, already an hour four minutes. Speaking uh, speak, of pizzas before we go, <laughs> Papa John, you know I see Papa John, I think how much of a fucking racist he is and how he got yeah. fired for being a racist. And I always yeah. think better ingredients, better pizza. I hate black people. <laughs> you know oh. what I mean? Like, like, like holy shit. Like, oh, no big deal. We'll, hi- we'll hire Shaq. Yeah, we'll get Shaq and Peyton Manning in there, and we'll kick your ass out. Yeah, but yeah, dude. Unbelievable. So, yeah, guys, we'll see you next week. We'll talk about laws. We'll talk about other stuff. Um, I hope everyone had a great new year. I hope everyone starts 2022 off good, even though that – the A-B thing. First, we had the rides last year start off January 6th. Then we have Antonio Brown start the year off. So it might be another crazy year. I hope everyone gets through it. And I hope everyone, you know, has a fucking, just 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 has a fantastic, fantastic uh, first part of their year. We love y'all, baby. Thank you for listening. Born Again Daily, we are out. Peace.